And this is the Blacklist Podcast for Podcast Derbia for this week's episode. Abraham Stern, number 100. Of course, was it was number 100? 100. This is the 100. He was number 100, and this is the 100th episode. Huh. I don't. Oh, clever. I saw he was number 100, and I knew the 100th episode was coming up, but I didn't realize it was tonight. Yeah, uh, I actually should have guessed. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Yeah, why, uh, why not save that for that? So, yeah. yeah. Perfectly love it. Uh, yeah, so I mean, before we get started, I mean, I got to say that th- this show, for its ups and downs, for the show, The Blacklist, that you and I have certainly had with it, wondering where the heck this show's going and all that, this podcast is still one I'm very proud of because uh, we've uh, we've stuck it through into five seasons of this show when our previous attempts at doing show reviews didn't always go so well because the shows got canceled. Well, it wasn't our fault. Our <laughs> right. reviews were awesome. It oh, was yeah. the show was the problem. But um. just proud, <laughs> proud that one we've stuck it out because you know sh- shows have ups and downs, and that we've gotten through this this stretch. And that leads me into this: is I got to say that this part of the season we've been in these few episodes here are very good and very entertaining. Th- this is tonight's episode was fantastic. Yes. And it was one of the best ones we've had in a while. A, uh, the uh, actor... Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. What a treasure. Uh, Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just just absolutely fun. Um, yeah, I mean, you a fan mentioned, anyway. You had mentioned it a while back when you heard he was going to be a future blacklister, and I'm like, that could be interesting, because whenever they get actors you know, because most of the times the blacklisters is just some actor, some TV actor who's filling a role... But once in a while, they'll get a named actor, like somebody who's... Alan Alda or Powers Booth or... Right, um, yeah, they'll get somebody in there. And this one was probably one of the best of those as well. Just just neat character, showed a lot of diversity with what he did, and you know, played the slime ball well at the end. But I liked it. I liked it all the, the way through. <laughs> well, this... Well, I was... I knew you were going to like it because this is... This this is a genre you like. You like heist movies. Love heists. You you always yep. have, and I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't done just a good heist. I don't actually. I'm trying to. Th- I know they have, but I can't recall one. They have. Um, they've 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 done a few. I I'd have to go back and really think about which ones. I was trying to a little bit, but it's been a while since we've had a real good one. And this one just it had. This was a classic. Right. It threw you for get loops. the cash. Heist three for loops all the way to the end. Um, you know, even even if some things were predictable, it it gave you, it kept you questioning when are we going to find the true end motive? And it all comes down to the end. I mean, you had your blacklisters' motive, you knew what his motive was going to be, but Red always seems to have some other motive. While along the way, taking advantage of the situation. Yes. yes. No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Absolutely. I mean, it, he knew he was being double crossed. Absolutely. And we knew he was going to double cross back. It was all just a matter of how. And, um. And that whole heist I expected sequence. there to be other hidden compartments in the truck or a hidden gateway out of the truck that would that he would get out. Um. But the simplicity of him getting out of it allowed us just to move along from that. Yeah. Just that he was ready for it. He knew his escape from the truck. I mean, it was his truck. He had it ready. He, he like you said, he knew it was going to happen. Like, the only thing maybe he couldn't predict was if Nathan Lane would have just shot him there. 
you know, if, that uh, if and when Abraham uh, Sternwood just shot him. So, yeah. At what point would it happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he could he could guess, but honestly, even if he didn't do it to the very very end, right? He could have gotten away with it. He could have been. He could have gone through it. And Nathan Lame could have or, or uh, Benjamin. Was his name Abraham Stern? Abraham Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about the Benjamins. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Abraham they could have not betrayed him, and he still could have done it. Right. What he had planned, he could have gotten away with at any point, mm-hmm. uh, and it was. Yeah, I I knew that that vent was going to have something to do with it. I honestly thought they were going to try and sneak a body in there for a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you, again, you don't bring up the vent if the vent's yeah, not going to be relevant later. It's you, a Chekhov's gun. It's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah, there's no if, point in doing it. If you bring it up just as a deterrent, okay, fine. That's something you would do in a movie, but in a show where you're going to have to have a a block of time that you're going to have to devote to this double heist. What? You could you can do it as a systematic. What about the vents? No, they're out. It won't work. Uh, you know, too too it, small. Right. Whatever. You know. But they went, and, and you, it's all. But you'd have to see them going through progression of all the normal things. And he didn't really see that. You just saw. Oh, there's the vents. Oh no, you'd have to be a beanpole and blah blah this and blah blah that. You know, right. The was, vent. The vent was the easiest way to get to. Yeah. The boiler room, and wasn't going to work. But, yet, again, everything Red knew the double cross was coming. Needed it to happen. And uh, get the timing all right so that he could use his uh, trick, which was the you know extreme Suction. vacuum, which was great. Yeah. Uh, I had I had some minor issues with the the money's just in the boiler. You know, they closed off a room and never thought to look in the boiler. Right, uh, and it's just in there, loose. Yeah, um, it, it's not like it was welded in there or anything like that. Or yeah, yeah, it was just packed in there. But all right, we'll we'll you know, suspend disbelief or whatever. And yeah, I mean, you kind of have, that was a tuck fun of money. <laughs> if those were hundred thousand dollar bills. So I've, I've done the math on this and somebody challenged me to do this once. I used to work with a guy who was, a. Uh, uh, he, he basically did work in the middle East and he didn't ever say why, but he was there with one of these, uh, uh, private military type things. Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically said, yeah, you know, I've, I've held a million dollars in cash in my hands before. And he's like, and it was surprisingly how physically small it was. Right. And, and, he, and he's like, hey, just do the math. And, and I figured I need a million dollars in hundred dollar bills is smaller than a shoebox, than a child shoebox. Yeah, it's what? Uh-huh. It, very, very small. I mean, just if you could do the math on it, if anybody in here has ever worked retail before and you've ever had a stack of one dollar bills in a and uh because you get them in blocks of 100 right you've worked retail you get from the bank and you Mm -hmm. get a stack of 100 it's not a very big stack right right it's what half an inch thick roughly yeah okay so that same stack of hundred dollar bills is ten thousand dollars right okay so you and then you would need a hundred of those and if you line those out and do the math it's smaller than a shoebox right it's not very much so okay do that same amount times it by one hundred thousand. One thousand, because or... they were hundred thousand. Yep. So times it by a thousand. Mm-hmm. You're that's there. There was simple math. There was a billion dollars in there. Yeah, this was not a uh, fifty million dollar <laughs> heist. I mean, this was it was huge, an epic heist in cat. Now the problem is, is you can't you you can't actually turn that over. 
right uh, right because who do you 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 can't flood the market you can't go into a bank and give it because the u.s treasury department says they don't exist you know that was my so question you, and i guess i you know for some viewers so what what would have the goal been is this selling it to collectors you know for for people that you know because we all hear about the black market stuff in this show and people that are collecting items of that sort so how is he spending that money don't know yeah no that, idea that, that, um because they made a point several times to say that the treasury you know disavows this uh, this ever existed therefore anytime anyone's presented one it was considered fake so you know how what's what's to say that they're just not going to say that every single time one of these is tried to use as currency it's going to be fake how, how does yeah that, i have no idea that's what and I'm, they would have been in the 30s they were still a precious metal certificate so it would have been a silver certificate wouldn't it because the gold standard hadn't i mean nixon did that in the 70s so those still would have been yeah. you know you could theoretically go to and get um an exchange of an, an exchange of, of precious metals metal, yeah um that's interesting yeah i, I didn't know how what the plan anybody was any there. of our listeners seriously work for the church we don't believe they exist but were they too it's not like in what was it in uh what was your 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 favorite christmas movie there die hard where they were just after the the bear, the uh the bond bear, bear bonds um, yeah yeah which you you can just take somewhere and kind of cash them in you know no questions asked that's how they work they're effect they are effectively hundred thousand dollar bill right it's a bond it wasn't traceable type stuff like that it is yeah. what it is and yeah yeah no it, um that yeah that'd be an interesting one somebody who's familiar with this or you know either works in it or expert in this sort of history this would be great to uh Give us some info on go on the Facebook at Podcast Derby and post yeah, something cool. there if you got know some articles that talk about it. But uh, Nathan Lane, brilliant. Um, oh yeah, just so because there's there's the other half of this story that we need or this show that we kind of need to get mm -hmm. to here. But and and just it he was we've we've had them come on before where we've kind of felt that they've been wasted as a blacklister. Yeah, um, I think they did enough with him especially considering they didn't kill him right he's so he can come back like and he's amassed excuse me he's amassed resources yeah um, i was thinking like if if he doesn't turn on red and they do go in through this heist together and and there isn't the turn that he's he's going to pop up once in a while as a as a red resource which yeah still could because they didn't yeah. kill him for a reason they could have found a way to kill him they could have left him you know, they could have had the FBI go into that vault and found him with a gunshot wound to the head, and you know it was all over. They've because that was what I was expecting to to kill off a character like that. But no, to show him and then to show him, you know, in the you know getting arrested, then in the prison van in the orange jumpsuit, you know, giving us some. I hope so because he he'd be a fun one. You got the impression he was a really really smart person yeah, you know he, he was not your average you know petty crook right he knew how to get you know hired guns he he knew had, how to manipulate people um he could speak in a british accent <laughs> so you know but he but, could he could you know dress up and drag and do the hula yeah, uh, <laughs> i was waiting for one of those <laughs> so, half our listeners are like huh and yeah, the other half are like yeah liking yeah, reference <laughs> My daughter kept saying his voice sounds familiar. I'm like, you'll you'll, you'll get know. it. You'll get it. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. So, 
So we have uh, the rest of the other side story, which kind of interweaved with this one a bit. Uh, and we learn yeah. more than we knew as it gets towards the end with Liz's involvement in kind of manipulating Red's help by being... I, that conversation at the end, just to start at the end, I so wanted him to go, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and they commented several times, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, whatever. Oh, you we've know. talked about um, that before. But, yeah, the, the whole episode but... had the theme of, you know, father... A child, father, you know, and there was the, let's just remind us at the end, well, you're my father, and right, apple falling far, not falling far yeah. is, is is where they were uh, going there. Uh, but yeah, she was the one, like you said, that uh, at the end we find out is the one that kind of set up the whole thing that got part of her story helped. Because we learn, you know, what she does in the, after the fight with Navarro, I mean, we figured that we were going to get some clarity on how she cleans up after that, and she literally had some issues it up. with that. The cleanup, um, the cleanup that was like, hey, she got that whole place done before the domestic disturbance people, because we we'd mentioned even last week there was a gunshot mm-hmm. or there was a fight, you know, people heard it, mm-hmm. um, and so she got all that done before the police got there. Yeah, and it was a serious while clean, while injured, serious clean job. Yeah, yeah, and then get sloppy with it. By just, sh- I mean, again, it, she's kind of in a hurry and think about it, but she put the rag in the garbage disposal. Why wouldn't she, once the police leave and she leaves the apartment, grab the rag? Uh, with as meticulous, just think about it. Yeah, or, with as meticulous yeah. as she's been, it was a device so that we could get the yeah. the conflict. Uh, that oh, Liz forgot that, so she. Has you know she knows that this uh, detective Stevenson, who we knew would come back, he's going to be this you know thorn in her side. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, piece of glass in her abdomen, yep. thorn in her side. I don't know. Yep, he'll 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 be there, kind of investigating this whole uh, Tom death and uh, Liz's uh, possible involvement in it or what she's doing about it. But we get to see more of how how Liz is turned. As she uh, brings back the uh, the stew maker, so I have an issue with that. Bringing back the stew maker? No, that was fine. Okay. Have you ever watched Breaking Bad? Did you ever get into that one? I have. I've only seen the first season. It was just one of those shows. I okay. In the yeah, first yeah. season, you remember there yeah. was the one body they had to get rid of, and he couldn't do it in the bathtub because he gave him all the chemicals, and he couldn't do it because it would eat through ceramic. Yep. I thought about that the whole time. But I'm thinking <laughs> it was the c- concoction that the stew maker had because she went into his files to get the ingredients that he had developed. So my my way to explain out of it is that he had been doing it because in the episode of the stew maker, the first scene we see him doing is doing this in a hotel room, in a hotel room bathtub, uh, dissolving somebody and rinsing that That's person true. down the drain. So he had come up with a concoction that would work in this environment, and she... Uh, you know, knew that she couldn't just go get, you know, KOH. She had to go get an actual, okay, the right chemical compound to, to make it work this way. Uh, so, yeah, that was my forgive of it, but I I, I agree. I, I thought the exact same thing because of um, Breaking Bad, that that whole thing and that. I, we don't need other, to detract too other much than, other than that whole episode was awesome. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, for, for this episode, yeah. uh, they didn't, you know, they didn't. You didn't see a whole lot. 
Um, no, so you saw kind of nothing, and you kind of you almost got the impression that the whatever you know the liquid in the bathtub was supposed to be that color, but that was about as gross as it really got. Yeah, it wasn't um, really that bad. I mean, honestly, my daughter was still in the room, and she's like, "What is that?" Like, remember the guy she put in the tub? I mean, I told her. Yeah, she's like, no. she dissolved him. She's like, "Oh, well, that's kind of gross." <laughs> so, <laughs> so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> And, uh, uh, yeah, so she, uh, but she's able to get rid of that. But the whole thing with her setting up the Lincoln Penny getting into the police vault was so that she could get into the police vault. Yeah, to help Red with his penny thing, but who really cares about that? It was so she can get in there and get that evidence out. She knew she needed to do it. It was a, you know, there was motive and opportunity there for her to do that. Right. And uh, that worked out well. So she was able to get rid of the evidence against her. And uh, while well, kind of. Making it seem to Detective Stevenson there that she was uh, helping him out with the little. So you're the tech guy with the little. Well, catcher thing that they had there. It's it's a packet sniffer, and so a packet sniffers do exist. Yeah, I guarantee you, in a situation like that, it would not work. Um, because and yes, you can do wireless packet sniffing with all that stuff that they said could theoretically do it. It's not going to get the packets from. A, uh, a keypad right that's that's not how that thing works um and i also know enough about keypads like that is that they're actually usually kept on a separate physical system right separate circuit um, and everything yeah, yeah. so you'd, you'd have to be plugged into that system to get something like that mm -hmm. so at first i was like oh okay that's kind of cool i get it so they're gonna like hijack the or they're gonna use it to try and hijack the uh uh you know the the webcams or something and you know, all that kind of fun now right no, just to get in the no. door. And, and that would have been pushing it, but it would, it would have been more believable to me. Right. Um, yeah, no. But, all right, whatever. They, you know, it's, they, they, they got tech big, bigger than we can uh, explain, so. Uh, yep. But it doesn't really matter because it allows us to see Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn was awesome. <laughs> and we get Glenn again. <laughs> just doing Glenn, Glenn stuff. Doing Glenn thing. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, we... we Anytime we see Red's, Red's folks, uh, it's it's good to see. You know, it's a good episode. They they brought every everything into this episode. This was well put together. No, it was it was a good one. Uh, but the only thing it was really missing was Boz, because I don't think we ever really figured out what happened to Boz. We haven't seen Boz since the shootout. Yeah, um, with uh, Mr. Kaplan. So let's see what else I got here. Uh, Arm was great. Uh, the the couple of times we saw him. In the in the very beginning, when he was like, "Getting it's a treasure hunt," right. <laughs> it was. We love Arum anyway, but that was like it was really kind of funny to see him. And even Cooper's like, "Seriously?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like you should listen to your people more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We actually, this is a very, you know, for as much wrestlers we got last week, I think he was barely in a scene or two. Uh, he I, he might have had two lines in the whole thing. So yeah, no wrestler. Barely any Navabi, which is fine because the you know, wrestler was pretty heavy last week. Take a break from him, get back to the Liz story. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, the last thing I have in the notes is she finds the uh, the glass eyeball that's got some technology in it. I'm guessing records everything he sees or something like that. Is that what you're uh, guessing? I have that no was? idea. That's, that's I, my guess. I probably think it was actually just a safe place to hide a USB. Um. <laughs> 
seriously i think yeah. it may have just been data and it was just a safe place to hide it mm -hmm. um but something so. something special will be in there that somehow all those chemicals didn't destroy uh well yeah maybe that stuff was made to go after biologicals not plastic right right um or whatever that was or metals typically typically so. glass eyes are glass uh true they are truly glass um right so yeah so yeah because in in too big to go down the drain like if the guy had metal fillings in his teeth or something those would have washed down the drain they'd been small enough but this thing got caught in the in the drain and yeah she finds it so red's uh resources will help her figure out what's going on in that and that'll help us into future episodes with Liz's story as she gets closer to whatever it is. Cause she really hasn't gotten any further. You yeah. know, she's hunting down Navarro and got his eye. That's, that's really all this episode was and, and kind of got herself, uh, uh, clean from the, uh, the whole issue there, the whole murder there or not murdered the accidental killing. So any, any other notes on you? Did the, uh, the, the, car slam at the beginning did you actually jump at that i did i didn't because i actually expected it to come oh okay no i, I didn't so i mean it, it startled me yeah like my first note um, in the uh in, in, in of my notes is saw that coming i just <laughs> I, I actually this was i just put uh oh the penny 1943 bam <laughs> i felt like his talk was going on too long if he if they were just going to go meet somebody it, it makes it, it yeah, perfect sense if, um, and that's why i'm like okay something's gonna happen and loved it i love because i mean we get nathan lane right away with that like his his whole plan so i i love that you get into that i didn't see who directed it andrew mccarthy is the, typically the director of the episodes that have the really good blacklisters so i didn't see if he was the director i missed that and i couldn't find it on IMDb. Is this, is this it wasn't listed like the, the andrew mccarthy the from andrew mannequin Mar yes Who's really? One, who's one of James Spader's good friends, and he directs all the episodes with the good. <laughs> I've mentioned it before, but yeah, it's not often. But he'll direct you know two episodes a season. It's usually the ones with the really good actor who plays the the blacklister. Oh, so it's right. like they bring him in to do that. So I don't I don't know if he did this one, but uh, it would have been good because and his usually have good dialogue between the two actors between you know James Spader and whoever's playing the blacklister. Uh. Yeah, so that's episode 100. I, I believe there's no episode next week, according to what IMDb is saying, is there isn't one next week and there's one two weeks, but it didn't say that on the preview for the next episode. It didn't say in two weeks, come back right. or whatever. Uh, and that episode in two weeks is the only other one scheduled right now, according to IMDb. So we don't know what's going on after that. We know, the as we've said, we know the Olympics are coming up in February. So there'll be some sort of break for a few weeks there. Um, they really should do a blacklist tie-in with the Olympics. Like, where they have to go to Korea. Like, somehow the blacklister's like an Olympian or something like that. That'd be that'd be a fun episode. Yeah, probably. Um, actually, if they did it really right, mm -hmm. it's too late now, but they, uh, they can do it in, in four years. Um, <laughs> or in two years during the Summer Olympics. Uh, whereas you get the clues for it, like, during the commercials for the Olympics. Yeah, they tie it in like Tom's uh, car commercials were. Yeah, yeah, and like, like it's like, a, hey, you can figure this out with us. They, you know, you, and that way they can actually draw people to watch certain events and. Right. Uh, 
you know, you'll see it during, you know, the boxing for the Olympics or, you know, winter ski jump or whatever mm-hmm. Olympic sports they are. So, yeah. So IMDb is saying the next episode is January 31st. So we two weeks okay might not have one next week but uh who knows they've been if, wrong before. if we have one we'll be here yeah we'll be here so just keep an eye on local listings i haven't looked ahead on the the guide so i'm sure something's there so all right well that is all oh and just gotta drop the whole point red gets his penny back so he can get winston churchill's hat that was awesome Actually, that really was cool i was she was like you're trading a penny for for whatever that is i'm like dirty worth box. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> worth it <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, Churchill's been like a topic in a lot of, you know, there's a movie about him right now, there's uh, the show The Crown on Netflix, which is really good, and he, he, his character's in that, uh, so uh, lots of Churchill lately, and, and they're probably grabbing into that, so, because otherwise, awesome though, Red's, Red wears hats, and I wonder if he'll wear the Churchill hat the rest of the way. We'll I, I figured it was probably a hat in there. Uh, I mean, it looked like a hat box, so yeah, that's that's exactly why. Yeah, and and I was I was going like, is it going to be like Sinatra's hat or yeah, some uh, sort of yeah, some sort of yeah, you know, or, or, or Humphrey Bogart's from Casablanca mm-hmm. or something, you know? But oh, Churchill's okay, yeah, yeah. okay. No, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this one. Uh, if you have any thoughts or theories uh tell us whatever we missed you can email us at blacklist at podcast you could also uh get us at facebook or twitter at podcast uh yeah tell us what you think there i know we get hashtag comments. churchill's amazing hat it is it is if you can uh <laughs> you could fit that all in we're good so and uh throw some uh apple podcast uh love there we're, we're working out an idea for a special a a a a a uh, bonus content. Haven't quite figured it out yet, but if we can get, if you could double our likes and get us some comments on there, we might provide some extra content about the blacklist. What could it be? Who knows? Go on Facebook and recommend. What else would you like us to do? Commentary track to an episode? Uh, I know what I want to do, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. So It would require me going back and watching like every single blacklist episode, but Right. So if there's uh, something you want us to go do, do you want us to go back and tackle another episode again? You know, now that with what we know now, how does it how does it uh did it all turn out? So give us some thoughts and ideas and uh but not gonna get it unless you give us some Apple Podcast likes. So there you go. All right. Well that's gonna do it for this week. I'm Brian, he's Dave, and we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. <laughs>